Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. And this is, of course, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look in the world of combat sports. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez, and you know this, but I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the Radio RS. Of course, defending that title after better than 31 years. So straight up today on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, CRN2, and of course, the American Forces Network, we're talking UFC Fight Night. Of course, from Australia, man, Frank Mir, of course, former two-time world heavyweight champion in this very studio, sitting across from me just about two years ago. Got knocked out last night by the throwing Samoan, the slowing Samoan, the super Samoan. Call him what you want. Mark Hunt drilled him in three minutes and one seconds into the three minute, three minute and one second into the uh, very first round. So straight up, the heavyweight main event didn't go very far. Well, here are the clips from that a little bit later in this show. Neil Magny, big surprise over Hector Lombard. Of course, Hector Lombard, the former Bellator middleweight champion, dropped down to 170. A guy that tested positive for steroids in the past. We'll talk about Flintstone vitamins, baby. So we got lots of MMA to talk about. We'll mix it a little boxing as well. We've got open phone lines coast to coast. For your entertainment, I'm here. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-PLAY. And the Sports Byline uh, Skype line. That's happening as well. Of course, the address is Sports Byline and the number two. So we're still talking about the upcoming rematch. Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor. Yeah, they're going to hook it up. Looks like it's going to be July the 9th, UFC 200. What's going to happen there? The same thing that happened the first time. That's right. Conor McGregor's getting beat. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. As I said, open phone lines coast to coast. 1-800-878-7529. on this 1-800-878-PLAY. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Going to the break with the mighty Tower of Power and Lenny Williams on lead. Started to let your hair go. Spend big bucks to top your wardrobe. But somehow you know there's much more to the trip. What is hip? Tell me, tell me. Build or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a TOCO plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call TOCO at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit TOCOWarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. 
Nicholas Rowley, Courtney Rowley, Dominic Pachota are trial lawyers who deeply care about their clients. The Trial Lawyers for Justice law firm with offices in Des Moines, Waterloo, Decorah, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Chicago, and California. Trial Lawyers for Justice handles catastrophic personal injury, wrongful death, and medical malpractice cases throughout the country. The Trial Lawyers for Justice firm has won through caring about clients and refusing to settle cheap and believing in the justice system hundreds of millions of dollars in record-setting jury verdicts and settlements. Injury victims and their families will call 888-811-0844. 888-811-0844. And do it now if you believe you have a case and get the justice you and your family members deserve. Call 888-811-0844. Trial Lawyers for Justice. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. Calling all motorheads. It's time to rise up and pay homage to the Freak Nation. Or just flip your fat radio on to Speed Freaks every Sunday night at 7 Pacific on the Sports Byline USA Network. Join me, Kenny Sargent, with Statman and Crash Gladys for a freak of a good time as we drop in on the biggest names in motorsports from IndyCar to NASCAR, the drags to Supercross, and a big-time rock and roll band from time to time. That's Speed Freaks, Sunday night to 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. with Pedro Fernandez. Woo, it's going to be good. 12, make it 13 minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the MMA hour. Of course, we talk a little boxing as well, but straight up, UFC fight night. Brisbane, Australia, of course, the UFC going down under. And, of course, the, the guy that was the headliner, he won. Talk about Mark Hunt. You heard that little clip right there. I mean, Mark Hunt knocked out Frank Mayer with one punch. I can tell you, and I'll repeat myself time and time and time again, but as a policeman and as a boxer, both, um, I encountered Samoan guys, okay, fighting them. And you have to kind of put this, they're going to kill you initially. I mean, it, it, the bottom line is if you let them, like, fight you for 30 seconds, they're going to murder you. There's just no doubt about it. They'll kill you. But if you can hold on, like, let them throw you around like a rag doll, but don't let go of them for, like, a minute or so, 45 seconds. If you can survive being thrown around by a, like a rag doll, guess what? They get winded, and then they're pretty easy prey at that point in time. Both in boxing as a cop, that's just the way I did it. In boxing, I used to take Sonny. I can't remember Sonny's, uh, Sonny's last name, but he was a decent 147-pounder. I used to take him to, like, the third and the fourth round and then crack him with body shots early on. His, his, his endurance just wasn't there. I mean, here I was an amateur fighter. 
fighting three-round fights, and he was, like, fighting eight-round fights, and I was, like, beating them up. So the bottom line was some guys just don't have it in endurance. So some, for some reason, Samoans, uh, slowing Samoans, throwing Samoans, calling what you want, but Samoans have a, I don't know, it's, it's a stereotype, I guess, that they just fade and they don't have the, the uh, endurance that a lot of other athletes do. But last night, Mark Hunt, obviously, with punches like that, you don't need to have endurance. When you're that type of a puncher, you don't have to have endurance, okay? Well, what happens if you don't catch a guy right away? I mean, he caught Frank Muir with a good good shot, I mean, good right hand. And and you got to wonder, was, wasn't was Muir thinking? I mean, Mick Muir is a, a converted uh, a southpaw. He was fighting with his left hand forward, so he's converted back into the orthodox stance. He was working that power hand, but he wasn't working it well. He seemed apprehensive. It seemed like Frank Muir, again, looked unable to pull the trigger, much like he did in the fight with um, Daniel Cormier a few years ago. I mean, he just couldn't pull the trigger. And when you can't pull the trigger anymore, no matter what kind of condition you get in, you may be able to pull the trigger in the gym. You may look great in the gym. But when the lights get on and spit hits the fan, guess what? You're just not, you're just not functioning the way you functioned in the past. Your day has done. At 36 years old, I'm afraid to say it, but my man, Frank Muir, Frank Muir is done. Frank Muir needs to retire. Frank Muir is a, a great analyst. I want to see Frank Muir go on and become the, the Joe Rogan of the new UFC, because I think that Joe Rogan's, he's talking about, you know, maybe he was just hinting at a contract, but if Joe Rogan went over to Bellator, uh, Joe Rogan would actually bring some people with him. He really would. I mean, he would bring somebody with people with him, and uh, he'd get some good money out of that. I think he'd get more money maybe than he's making with the UFC. You never know, because the UFC never puts any of their figures out there. I mean, we don't know what they're making. I mean, when we read some of these fights where guys get $40,000 bonuses, but they're only making 10000 to begin with, whoa, imagine that. You're making ten grand. And you've got to fight your ass off and make sure that you're in the fight of the night or score the knockout of the night um, in order to get like a 30 or 40 or 50 grand bonus. I mean, that doesn't sound right, man. I think, you know, the pay in the UFC, we talked about this in the past, being like 12% of the total revenue, 12% of the gross uh, revenue of the UFC and Zufa Sports, the money generated by the MMA product, um, 12% of that goes to payroll. 12% to payroll. I'll say it again. 12% to payroll. Man, that leaves like 88%. To where? Where's the other 88% going? Dana White, the Fertitta brothers, Zufa Sports. I mean, are, are they now, are they um, backing up? Are they like banking the casinos now in, in Las Vegas that Fertitta owns? I don't know. I mean, because when you look at this and you look at the big picture and everything like that, you know, the MMA world, it may be starting to lose some luster. Uh, maybe, you know, boxing's went through ups and downs periods, ups and down periods, but maybe MMA is coming upon that right now. And maybe we need John Jones with a stunning win over Danny Cormier next month, of course, to take back the light heavyweight championship that Cormier won when uh, Jones had to vacate for that traffic accident he had in, was it, April of 2015 in Albuquerque, New Mexico. But the bottom line is John Jones is probably the star and the stud of the UFC. He's the guy that needs to step forward. He's not a Conor McGregor. He's not a fake. He's not a fluke. Conor McGregor was a fluke. He was a fake. He could punch with the right hand. I mean, a right hand, his left hand. He His, his left hook and his, his jab, power punches, no doubt about it. But that was at 145 pounds. He had the, mm, I want to say B-A-L-L-S. He had these stones to to move from 145 pounds in a fight that was supposed to be with, I uh, take it back, 155 pounds, being the 145-pound champion. He was stepping up to 155 to fight the lightweight champion, Rafael Dos Santos of Brazil. But... The champ got sick like seven, eight days before, so that fight was called. In step, Nate Diaz, unlike eight days' notice. And Nate, Nate Diaz doesn't get full camps. Nate Diaz, you know, he just doesn't. They try to you know, get Nate Diaz because he's a good name, and, but they're hoping they're bringing Nate Diaz in to lose. Conor McGregor, 
picked Nate Diaz. Said, you know what? I want to fight him at 170 pounds. Nate Diaz says, I'm not going to make 155 this soon. Not on eight days' notice. And he didn't. But they fought around 170. Of course, Conor McGregor, a featherweight, a guy that comes in 145 pounds and juices up to about 58 to 60, somewhere around there, 65 sometimes by fight time. Okay, but 65 is a big difference at fight time than weighing in at 65 and not gaining any weight after that because you're a different guy. I know. I fought Ernie Chavez in Las Vegas at the Showboat Hotel and Casino back in the 80s, and I, I, you know, I didn't think nothing of him, right? And then, man, but that, that, that weight, I mean, that weight and that size, that weight and that size, he was bigger than me, and he punched harder, and my God knows after four days after a weigh-in. The guy, we weighed in on a Monday, and we fought on a Friday. So he just got to abuse himself. And I remember him steaming. He was steaming. like He looked like a, a lobster being pulled out of the, uh, the steamer uh, when we were at the weigh-in. I'm saying, I was, hmm, the guy had to sweat to make weight. Okay. But then when I saw him in the ring, the guy was like another guy. And I said to my corner man, I said, I said, Chris, Chris, that isn't the guy I fought. That must be his brother. No, it wasn't his brother. It was him. Not so much weight he gained. But weight. And, of course, Conor McGregor. Conor's going to fight. Uh, Nate Diaz in this rematch on July the 9th, and I hope that Nate Diaz licks him like a stamp. Send that Irish guy back. It's St. Patrick's weekend. I'm sorry, Irish people, but we don't want your guy here. We don't think you're... Listen, he had his chance to prove his point, okay? He did with Aldo, caught him in 13 seconds. It was all over. Aldo never got rolling in that fight, okay? And then, of course, this other fight with Nate Diaz, it sort of exposed Car- uh, Conor McGregor for what he is, a front runner, a sprinter. Okay, if he gets out on you and he's in front, he's all cool. Okay, and of course, he got out in front of Nate Diaz, but he gassed. And when you gas, when you gas, you're done. There's nothing you can do. I mean, your world is coming to an end, and there's nothing quite like being tired in a fight. Because guess what? All the adrenaline in the world sometimes, it won't get you. If your arms are tired and there's, you know, lactic, uh, lactic acid flowing through your bloodstreams, your arms are hanging by your side and this and that, guess what? You can't pick those arms up. Nothing's going to help you do that. Not adrenaline, not anything. That's just the way it is. This is the fight game. Straight up, I hope Conor McGregor gets mm, trounced when he takes on Nate Diaz July the 9th. UFC uh, 200, I believe, from Las Vegas, Nevada. Now. The co-feature on this uh, UFC fight night from Brisbane, of course, was Hector Lombard, the former UFC, uh, former Bellator 185-pound middleweight champion. Of course, coming over from Bellator, he was unbeaten, I think, until he hit the UFC. But, you know, when he took on Neil Magny, and Neil Magny uh, was getting beat up pretty good in that second round. But, you know, in fact, some people say that maybe the referee, Steve uh, Percival, probably should have stopped the fight. The decision not to stop the fight was <clears throat> criticized by some in the UFC brass. Why? Because one of their stars got slain. You know what I'm saying? If Magny, Magny wasn't, you know, Hector Lombard, they're pushing him, of course, coming off a steroid suspension. But he's got that body that looks steroids. Speaking of steroids, uh, Hector Lombard, anyway, he got into a, a, a little fight down in Florida with Hector Camacho Jr., the son of Hector Camacho Sr., of course, the Harlem heckler. And, of course, the man that, you know, won all those boxing titles. But the junior got into a beef with uh, Hector Lombard about six weeks ago in a, in a gym in, in, uh, in Florida. And somebody told me that Hector Camacho Jr. was getting the better of it. Anyway, Lombard looked all of 200 pounds to anybody that walks up to him. I mean, here he weighs 170 pounds. How does he make 170? He makes it with the use, I think, of performance-enhancing drugs. That's my opinion. Of course, testing positive in the past for, you know, Flintstone vitamins is not a stretch, me saying that. Anyway, but last night, Magni, he's just a bad dude. I mean, he's one of those rough guys. When he just he, he took a beating, I'm saying to myself, man, this guy's taking some, some licks. And he was a smaller guy. When you looked up against him, 
look at him versus Lombard, it was like watching two guys in two different weight classes. I mean, Lombard looked like he was like 15, 20 pounds bigger than him across the shoulders, across the chest, the arms, everything. I mean, not saying Magny was some fat guy. He was cut up very, very lean, you know, maybe 5 6% body fat. Maybe that even a stretch. But Lombard was so much bigger, and I'm saying to myself, this is not a fair fight. This is this not a fair fight. I'm looking at this on Fox Sports 1 and saying, this is not a fair fight. But then again, Magny turned the corner. Of course, Magny ended up stopping him in round number three. So straight up, uh, I want to give Neil Magny some props. I want to really give him some props, and maybe we'll get him on the show in the near future. But stopping Hector Lombard like he did, man, that's just the way to do it. Knocked him out. KO. No decision. No controversy. Neil Magny. Huge win over Hector Lombard, UFC Fight Night from Brazil. I'm taking that back from Brisbane, Australia. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-PLAY. we also got the Sports Byline uh, Skype line going, and the address is Sports Byline and the number two. This is Ring Talk Live all across America and around the world from the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Bookmark us in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777. Attention. If you're in the market for a power scooter to reclaim your freedom, we have great news. Heartway, one of the world's leading manufacturers, has new factory direct power scooters for as little as $39 a month. Now you can stay active and have the freedom that a power scooter can give you. For over 20 years, we've been building the best and most reliable power scooters in the marketplace. And now with our new direct-to-consumer division, we can offer you wholesale prices. Plus, with Hardway Care Service, you are always protected. You will not find a better power scooter for as little as $39 a month anywhere. And with free shipping, if you call today, you can have a new power scooter delivered to your door for free in days. Financing is easy with your credit card or PayPal credit. Call now. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. That's 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. 
Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Look at Timbo with the point side kicks. He's got it all. Race on the line up his shot and weather the storm. He knows what it's like to have to weather an early storm. Look at this stuff. Who would have said it with the Timbo on the back of Ray Mercer in his car? Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I guarantee you there's no problem. so fine, do the bumps of dime in your prime, then you. The great Bob Dylan born Robert Allen Zimmerman, of course, a couple of years ago, remember the Utah police pulled him over? He was in Salt Lake City and the, he was walking before a concert and he told him he was Bob Dylan. They said, who? Who's Bob Dylan? Anyway, sold over a hundred million records, wrote like six or seven books, did some drawings. He had his artwork done and uh, exhibited in museums around on the world. But the bottom line is, Six, 52 years ago yesterday, he released his first album, 100 Million Records Later. Bob Dylan's still rocking and rolling, born in 1941. Hats off to Bob Dylan, born Robert Allen Zimmerman. Of course, that's who Don McLean talks about in the American Pie song. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of combat sports. We're talking MMA right now. We'll talk boxing in a bit. But straight up, we want to talk about, continue to talk about, of course, the fight card from Brisbane, Australia. It was a hell of a fight card. As I said, Hector Lombard being upset by Neil Magny. Of course, Neil Magny... A weight class or two smaller than him, Hector Lombard. It was like it was like watching a, a big brother fight a smaller guy. Almost like watching me fight uh, Ernie Chavez in Las Vegas back in the day. I mean, that's how big Ernie Chavez was compared to me. I was like, wow, what's going on here? Anyway, also on the card, uh, I thought that Johnny Case was supposed to win this fight, but Jake Matthews ended up getting him by a submission, a rear naked choke at 445, a round number three. So that was a bit of an upset. Wait, we're not done with the upsets. The upset of the night was Antonio Carlos Jr., considering the next iconic figure uh, in the world of MMA out of the country of Brazil where it all started. Well, guess what? He was looking good early, but Dan Kelly, Dan Kelly's got, he's got intestinal fortitude. He's got determination. One of those guys that's absolutely mentally tough. When you're that tough mentally, you are hard to defeat. You are, whether, I mean, guys, can, when some guys are so tough mentally, you can hit them with like a two-by-four, and if they're ready to, if they see it coming, they can sort of like withstand it. Don't ask me why. It's sort of like the same thing with taking a punch. Usually, if you see the punch coming, you can take it, but like Frank Mirror didn't see that punch coming, so lights out Frankie, and I think if you saw that one coming, it probably been lights out Frankie anyway, but that was, of course, the main event, Mark Hunt knocking out Frank Mirror. Hmm, straight up, let's go on to the cards. Dan Kelly said, upsetting Antonio Carlos Jr. Dan Kelly's lost, I think, but one fight. He's a good-looking middleweight. He has 185 pounds, of course. Antonio Carlos Jr. needs to go back to the dressing room 
either he got gassed or he looked like he got gassed. And he just, you know, he was in control early, but the things just turned on him. And Kelly said, I will not be deterred. I'm, I'm going to prevail here. And he said, mm, he gritted his teeth and he got through it. A light heavyweight bout. James Tahuna got licked. That's right. A KO. One round. Take that back. Yeah, one round. 52 seconds in the round by Steve Boston. That was a bit of an upset. James Tahuna thought to be, you know, a decent middle card uh, UFC type of fighter. And a woman's strawweight bout. That's 125 pounds. 115 pounds. Was it 25 or 50? Anyway, Beck Rawlings went over Sichi Ham. And, of course, there was some other fights on the card. A woman's bantamweight bout. Leslie Smith beat Ren Nakaya. And the reason why I want to bring up these women's bantamweight bouts, of course, is the, the, the rematch is not going to happen. The rematch we all wanted to see is not going to happen. I'm talking about Ronda Rousey and, of course, Holly Holm. That's not going to happen. Probably it may never happen. I'll get to that in a little bit in the next segment of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. But back to this card. It was a good card down under. I mean, they drew well. And, of course, any time they go to Australia, they, they draw. Of course, Ronda was down there. That's where she got beat up by Holly Holm in December, I think. And that drew like 55,000, 60,000 people. So the UFC draws where they go. In fact, I think they draw better on the road than they do at home. I mean, really, and when you look at the UFC's record here as far as, I mean, the upcoming uh, schedule, as far as them traveling around the world. Next up, UFC fight night, April the 10th. That's in uh, Croatia. Okay, then we go to Tampa, Florida. Of course, that's going to be UFC on Fox, the big network, April the 16th. The 23rd, of course, the epic rematch. Talk about Daniel Cormier with an asterisk, the light heavyweight champion of the world. Talk about 205 pounds. Take on the former once-beaten champion. Of course, he was disqualified in that fight with Matt Hamill many, many years ago. I'm talking about John Jones, J-O-N-double-J, John Jones, Skinny Bones Jones. Of course, that car accident in April 2015 sidelined him for a while, but he's back. He's looking mean in training. He looks like he's a more determined guy. And you know what? Anything, Anytime you want to – you sort of woke up a sleeping giant there. I think this accident and all this controversy and having lost his title and things like that and some endorsements along the way, I think that sort of – that sort of woke woke up the 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 sleeping giant, the monster that is John Jones. And I think he's gonna. I think Danny Cormier, although they were talking some hella smack, and I will bring you that uh, interview in detail next week because I couldn't get it. I couldn't edit out all the all the the f bombs. I just couldn't do it. I mean, I was sitting boom 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 boom. So, <clears throat> so obviously we're gonna uh, get that to you next week. But man, did they go back and forth? Cormier and Jones, of course, rematch 197 UFC 197 MGM Grand Las Vegas. April the 23rd. Now, UFC Fight Night is coming back from Netherlands, so I guess that Dana and those guys can go over there and smoke some hash on the legal side, buy it off those, you know, those cafes and that kind of stuff. Netherlands got it going on. May the 8th in the Netherlands. Um, it's going to be uh, Callister Overeem versus Ar- Arlov, uh, Andre Arlovsky, of course, the former UFC heavyweight champion, and Overeem, the former Strike Force champion. So this is going to rock pretty good, of course, Overeem having those steroid issues in the past. Flintstone vitamins, baby. And UFC 198, of course, that's going down to Brazil. Brazil, straight up the world heavyweight champion. For Beast for Dune, take it on Stip Miocic. Of course, that's May the 14th from uh, Cariba. Was it? Yeah, it was from Brazil. Anyway, of course, then they go to Las Vegas. Then they're back to the Forum in, in Los Angeles, California. That's great because they're going to do this UFC 199, Luke Rockhold, and Chris Weidman, too. Why is Weidman getting a rematch? I don't know. I mean, Weidman got licked like a stamp that first time. I mean, ee. And, of course, Chris Weidman, I thought, was like pound for pound one of the better fighters, if not the top two or three. He was No, he was a top two or three. He was there. I mean, he was unbeaten. <clears throat> he beat Anderson Silva not once but twice. And, of course, knocking out Silva the uh, first time and then breaking Silva's leg the second time. He destroyed the myth, the legend, the man. I'm talking about Anderson Silva not trying to come back, of course, with a couple of comeback fights and a steroid suspension as well. But Anderson Silva, mm, he's done. 39 years old, you can forget him. But Chris Weidman, is he done? I don't know. And the reason why I say I don't know is that maybe you can't teach 
a young dog new tricks. He's not an old guy. He's only about 30, okay? Uh, a former wrestling star. I mean, his base is wrestling, but he's learned how to box. That's where these guys are becoming MMA superstars now by combining the, the, the arts. I mean, they're using the Brazilian jiu-jitsu. They're using their wrestling base, okay? They're using a boxing from a boxing from the top. I mean, you've got to master all these different arts in order to get over in the world of mixed martial arts. Because if you were a horse Gracie, who fought a few weeks ago and won, the, won that uh, controversial nod over Ken Shamrock when he no, uh, low-blowed Shamrock, and Shamrock took a knee trying to get the mercy of the referee. And, of course, the referee stopped the fight after Shamrock got rained down on via punches. But, you know, <sighs> mm. I-, I look back to the current the current situation at middleweight, of course, with Weidman now being the ex-champion and him being beaten up so bad by Rockhold. I mean, Rockhold out of Santa Cruz, California, a kickback green 420 community, if you know what I'm talking about. There's a college, big college town down there, beautiful beaches, all that kind of good stuff, but beautiful chicks as well. But Rockhold and Weidman, too, that is a rematch, June the 4th at the Forum in Inglewood, California. This figures to be a, a bar burner because there is so much riding on this fight. In other words, if Weidman were to lose again to Rockhold, he's basically got to get out. He's done. The reason why I say that is he has, he has not the body to move up to 205 pounds. He cannot be a light heavyweight. He's just not one of those guys. He's not there. He's not big enough. That's why he was fighting uh, at 185, because you know, 20 pounds bigger, 20 pounds is the difference between 185 and, two, uh, and 205. Of course, the middleweight limit, and of course, the light heavy. I'll go through the divisions for you: 125 flyweight, 135 bantamweight, 145 featherweight, 155 lightweight. These are all pounds, U.S. pounds. Uh, 170 welterweight, 185 middleweight, and of course, 205 light heavyweight. And from 205 plus to 265 is the heavyweight division. So there you have the weight classes. And when you have to move up 20 pounds to move up to the next weight class, you can't do it unless you take Flintstone vitamins or maybe, no, I don't think you can do it. I really don't. I think it's almost impossible. You just can't do it. You never seen Anderson Silva try to move up 20 pounds, put 20 pounds on that lean, lanky body he's got. Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. Speaking of Silva, we'll talk about him after the break. Of course, the cheat that he is. Open phone lines all around the world, one 800 878 play. That's 1-800-878-7529. You can call us from around the world uh, internationally at 0-0-800-878-PLAY. That's 0-0-878-7529. Of course, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The Skype line is happening as well. Of course, we're 21st century, multi-million dollar sports byline studios in the city by the bay. We're down on Broadway in the city by the bay, folks. We're in the, like, the strip clubs a few blocks away and the, the piers a few blocks away. I mean, it's just we're right in the middle of it all. Downtown San Francisco is just a few blocks away. So any direction you go, you're seeing a different picture. This is where I'm coming from here at the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of combat sports. Next up, some more UFC stuff, a little Bellator. And if I get time, we'll talk WSOF. What's that? World Series of Fighting. Haven't heard from them lately? Somebody said they're bankrupt. You're tuned to Ring Talk live all across America on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, AFN, CRN, CRN2, iTunes, StitcherGot.com, TuneIn.com. I keep going, but the clock says I got to get out of here. This is Ring Talk live worldwide. Stay tuned. You're mine. The gift that keeps on giving is almost always just a metaphor. Open it once, gift over. But at TGI Fridays, we have the gift that actually does keep on giving. For just 10 bucks, get any endless app, like one of eight flavors of boneless wings, and we'll keep them coming over and over again. 
For a bit more, you can switch to another app. Loaded potato skins? Sure. Pan-seared pot stickers? Fine. You can even try them all. We don't care. We're just excited about giving and giving and then giving some more. Endless apps with endless choice are back at TGI Fridays. At participating restaurants for a limited time. While supplies last, other restrictions apply. Without automatic cloud backup, everything on your computer is at risk from hackers, viruses, natural disasters, or even the occasional human error. Few things are as bad for business as downtime. So why take the risk? Get Carbonite Cloud Backup and protect all the files that keep your business or your home running smoothly. Start your free trial today at Carbonite.com. No credit card required. Use the offer code TRENDS and get two free bonus months if you decide to buy. Sometimes what you want most from your car is nothing. No headaches, no surprises, no anxiety when it's late at night and you're on some distant freeway in a thunderstorm. Owning a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz can be that anxiety-free experience on every level. You know you're in one of the safest and most thoughtfully engineered vehicles on the road. And with an unlimited mileage warranty, you can drive as far as you want for up to three years with roadside assistance included. Your sense of confidence and adventure are as unlimited as the warranty itself. Now you can drive the car of your dreams and realize that nothing is everything. And during the certified pre-owned sales event going on now through February 29th, you can receive two years of complimentary prepaid maintenance and special financing available through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. Only at your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. You've waited long enough. See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on certified pre-owned warranties. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. If you're going to San Francisco, be sure to wear some Little folk music there from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Of course, that's where we emanate from. He sports byline studios, the multi-million dollar brand new sports byline studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California, just a block away from downtown, two blocks from uh, the water, and of course the fabulous piers down the Embarcadero, and of course, just a block away from the strippers. So that's always cool. You get off work like, you know, 12 o'clock at night, you do a late night show, you get to watch uh, watch the girls work in the street. Sort of cool. It is. I mean, you know, it's 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 innocent. It's really innocent, I think. Anyway, you are too. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Uh, before I get back to the UFC, let's talk about Bellator. Of course, my problems with the Bellator MMA programs are the fact that they're not consistent. And, you know, a few things 
can uh, continue, can survive and thrive and grow if you don't show them on a consistent basis, okay? And the fact that Bellator makes these hit and misses, they go for like four or five weeks on Spike TV on a Friday night, and then you don't see them like for three months, and they come back two or two and a half months later, and they come back, they do another broadcast, and they go for like four or five weeks, and then they're done. So it's it's unpredictable. And when you're an MMA fan, that's one sort of thing about the UFC. You know that they're going to be there week in and week out. Something's going to happen, whether you're going to watch it on on uh, Fox Sports or Fox Sports uh, 1 or or Fox or the made big network. I mean, you name it. The, you know, the UFC's got stuff going. I'll talk about that a little bit later as well. Is the UFC becoming oversaturated? Is the world of MMA becoming uh, stagnant? Is it, Are the fans becoming impotent because of the, the uh, oversaturation of the sport? I mean, we're getting a lot of MMA now. I mean, the UFC's going all the time. If you've got Fight Pass, UFC's Fight Pass, you can watch anything like 24 hours a day. And get fights, of course, that you don't see on the normal television broadcast, the prelim fights and things like that, fight pass only. Uh, that's the way the UFC is going with that. Of course, the WWE has taken in another direction, and they, of course, are going with the uh, the notion that you can subscribe to their network and get stuff like, you know, uh, WrestleMania and all these different pay-per-views. Get that all for free if you pay them 10 bucks a month. So the UFC is going at it from a different level. They're charging you 10 bucks a month, but they're not giving you a whole lot. You go to the, US, the WWE, of course, they're not really giving you a lot either because it's fake fights. So the real fights, yeah, you see what I'm trying to say here, because the WWE is like worn out their welcome. They really have, and I think that the fact that the wrestling fans are shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and having to go to their own network and talk about, you know, uh, billions of dollars here, the stock's down. The stock for the WWE is down. So what I'm trying to tell you is I think that the wrestling uh, world is done. I think that, you know, with that, with the exception of TNA, which didn't get off the ground on Spike TV, and, of course, they went to a couple a couple of other channels that didn't work as well. And now Bellator, as I said, back on Spike TV, but not consistently. And when you don't run consistently, I mean, what do you want? You expect somebody like to be able to, to be like, oh, oh, well, let me check the TV guy. There might be some Bellator on tonight. No, they just don't do that. Speaking of Bellator, the reason why I'm bringing this up is they're coming back the 16th from Italy. They're going to Italy, of course, April 16th. It'll be live on Spike TV. And, of course, Italy's uh, got a great MMA background there, of course. There's all kinds of world-class Italian MMA fighters, right? Huh? Name one. Anyway, can't even name too many boxers from Italy that were that good. Of course, Nino LaRocca, I think, was the last guy. I thought he was going to be the next Muhammad Ali. He turned out to be uh, a guy with a glass chin that was knocked out by uh, Donald Curry. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside Look at the World of Mixed Martial Arts. Let's go to Galveston and bring in my buddy Christian. What's up, Big Chris? Nothing much, Taco Man. How's life treating you? Uh, even though I got a scratchy throat right now, I'm still doing all right. All right. Why? I'll ask you the first question. Why is why why is it that wrestling is is non entertaining to me? And I used to be entertained by it. I loved it. I mean, I really did. There was a time when I was a young man as a kid. I followed it all around with all the cards in the Bay Area. Of course, it was Roy Shire ran, ran wrestling out here with Ray Stevens and Pat Patterson, guys like that. Um, and, and then I sort of dropped off it, you know, and grew up. And, and then in my adult life, <clears throat> sort of got into a little TNA, a little WWE here and there. But it just, how can I put this? I don't see the entertainment factor anymore because I think the storylines are bunk. So what's happened? What do you think about that? I think I told you this a few times before, but I'll say it again. I don't think they take things. I mean, I don't think the media in this country takes professional wrestling seriously. I mean, countries like Canada, England, and Japan, they basically treat that almost like a secondary sport. 
whereas here in the U.S., I mean, especially in Mexico, too, but whereas in the U.S., it's basically seen as comic relief, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, since the concept of MMA, people like Pride in the U.S.C. and things like that, wrestling uh, attendance in Japan has fallen off by better than 50%. Oh, I mean, right. it's taken a beating over there. I mean, over the it really has so from the heydays back in the you know with, with from uh, Inoki and those guys. I mean, no man, they're not doing those kind of crowds anymore. They're not selling out to Tokyo Dome like they used to. I mean, time and time again, they would sell out to Tokyo Dome. They just don't do it anymore. In fact, they don't even air it to Tokyo Dome. They get smaller venues. Yeah, but that only depends on what promotion you're watching. I mean, New Japan Pro Wrestling basically has their own service similar to the WWE Network, and they have their matches, albeit on a monthly delay, on Access TV. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good idea, a monthly delay. I think the UFC is missing the boat on that, but then again, I think the UFC is missing the boat on a lot of things. But before I get to you, let's talk UFC. Um, Neil Magny looks, how, how much smaller did Neil Magny look than, than Hector Lombard last night? A whole, <laughs> a, a whole weight class? I didn't see the fight in particular, but I'm guessing seeing the fact that Mr. Lombard takes a lot of PEDs, I'm pretty sure that Lombard was hulking last night. It was um, it was like it was wise walking. I mean, I don't want to say this because Magny's got a great body, a nice physique, and everything. Like maybe four percent body fat, but the other guy was just like, like you say, the Hulk. And I just thought it was unfair. Some people thought the fight should have been stopped in the first and the in the second round, but of course. It went into the third round, and Magny came back and won. Now, Frank Mir being knocked out by Mark Hunt. You know, Mark Hunt can knock anybody out if he hits you, and there's no doubt about it. I call him the slowing Simone, the throwing Simone, the super Simone. But last night, he was the kick-ass Simone with that knockout in the first round. Does that end things for Frank Mir? Because I think that ever since the, the um, Daniel Cormier fight, that Frank Mir has not been able to pull the trigger in the octagon, in the cage. What do you think? You know what? How many losses has this been? Five out of his last six? Something like that. Yeah, I think it's time for him to just hang up the fight gloves because, seriously, I mean, I understand he's been fighting with the UFC since 2001. He's won the UFC heavyweight title once or twice, I think. I mean, the dude needs to just go ahead and hang them up because he just doesn't really have it in him anymore. You know, had he not gotten that motorcycle accident, snapped his leg in half, I mean, who knows what, how much better an athlete he could have been. I mean, really. I mean, because he, he, he is an amazing guy. I mean, he's he, he when he gets a hold of a limb, he don't let go. Right, right. That's true. I mean, he's, you know, cost him, talk about, I mean, I, I really want to give him some props, and I've had him on the show in the past. He's always been a good guest. And, you know, as I said, he's one of the, the – uh, one of the better uh, better interviews. I mean, he's a great guy to be interviewed by, man. Holy, I mean, either he's interviewing you or you're interviewing him. It's always a good thing because Frank lets it go. Yeah, that is true. Now, I had to switch the subject a little bit, but keeping it in the MMA mind state, I heard you were talking about Bellator's debut in Italy coming up mm-hmm. in about a few weeks. April 16th is right. the correct date. Yeah. <laughs> There's another promotion going on in Italy called Venator, Venator Fighting Championship, which Venator means hunter in Italian. And there's this crazy guy named Frank Miranda, who's the owner and founder of the promotion, who booked Jason Mayhem Miller to face off against Luke the Big Slow Barnot 
for their middleweight title. Mm-hmm. Only thing is, Mr. Mayhem just can't get out of trouble, and the dude still wants to promote the fight. Now, I got to ask you, Taco Man, how that crap crazy do you think this guy is? How can I determine somebody's mental health status without examining them in person? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I mean, how, how could, listen, everybody's off a little bit. I was a cop, okay? I found out that, you know, everybody, whether you're, you're, you're gay or straight or white or black or blue or green, whatever you are, male or female, trans, it doesn't matter, everybody is, is, is a bit off mentally. There is no normal. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but, I mean, come to think of it, I understand this dude, Mr. Miranda, is trying to boost up his promotion, but if he just take one look at Mayhem Miller's criminal background, you know that he would need some, he would need a lot of help. And I think I spoke to this man personally on his own little Facebook account or whatever, saying that it's going to be hell getting him across the Atlantic with all those, with all that criminal background on them. Okay. Looking back at Frank Mir, Frank Mir had won. Uh, he lost Alistair Overeem. That was the decision in February 1st, 2014. Came back a year later, February 2015, KO'd Antonio Silva in the, uh, in the first round. Came back in his next fight. Todd Duffy stopped him in the first round as well. Of course, that was in 2015. Lost to Arlosky, unanimous nod, in September of 2015. Then he lost to, uh, of course, Mark Hunt. But, you know, he... How can I put it? You can't win two fights and lose four. Yeah, I can understand going back on the Frank Mir thing. I mean, it's crazy because of the fact that the dude is basically the UFC's version of Iron Man. He always, no matter how many beatings he takes, he just comes back with a vengeance and makes sure not only is that ass kicked, but he basically tries and boosts himself up with more challenges. But I think it's about time for Frank Mir to hang up the chapter in his career that says UFC fighter. Yeah. All right, Christian, Mark, um, Daniel Cormier and John Jones sat down for an interview. I don't know if you heard it or not, but I was trying to edit out all the F-bombs. and I mean, it's going to take me a while. I'm telling you, those guys, there is bad blood in the water, and there's no doubt about it. Both these guys absolutely despise one another, but still, I think John Jones is going to take them apart. You know what? I think that you might have to make an exclusive non-sports byline USA podcast just for the amount of F-bombs that those two drop. But still, I think that Cormier is going to defeat Jones this time around. Granted. Oh, oh, we need to bet a soda on that one, all right? Uh, granted, I know John Jones is basically back to physical peak, but the dude, I mean... The dude just came back from running from the law and no. from an athletic commission. Bro, listen, he wasn't in that deep, that heavier water. It was a hit-and-run accident. It wasn't like he murdered anybody. He settled with that girl as far as money was concerned. He settled with the Albuquerque officials as far as the uh, hit-and-run was concerned. So that's all done. That's water under the bridge. It's a misdemeanor arrest. It wasn't a felony, so it was a misdemeanor arrest. So that sort of, that sort of, it, it sort of pushes that part of John Jones's life in, in, in the rearview mirror. Now he's talking about getting his title back. I watched some of his training sessions down there in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I'm telling you, I think Cormier is in trouble. You and I are going to bet a soda on that one, but I think Cormier is in trouble, and I think Cormier, I'm going to say it like this. I thought Cormier was going to win the first fight with John Jones, and then John Jones went out there and just dominated him, okay? Dominated, no question about it. But in this rematch, I think John Jones, he's got more to prove, get his title back in the minds of everybody. I think he'll do it in impressive fashion. I think he'll stop him. I really do. 
Yeah, but I know that John Jones. I know that John Jones hasn't fought in a while. He probably might be having a little cage rust going into his first fight back. But Cormier has fought a lot more recently than Jones. So I think he might have the advantage in that. Okay, Daniel Cormier, John Jones, of course, the rematch set for next month, USC, I think, 197, 197. Um, Later on in the year, it looks like Nate Diaz and Conor Murray are going to hook up at a rematch. If it's a 170, I'm going to pick Nate Diaz to win again. Well, if it's 155, I just hope that Conor McGregor has a good game plan. But as far as the rest of that is concerned, I'm just upset as to why the hell Frankie Edgar didn't get another chance to face off against McGregor. I mean, now he probably might get a shot to face off against Aldo again. Well, you know, Edgar was disrespected all the way around. In fact, a lot of us thought that Edgar was the toughest test for Conor McGregor, and he deserved a title shot before Conor McGregor, and it didn't happen. Right, right. But come to think of it now, that Frankie Edgar is pretty much excommunicated out of this whole thing with McGregor and Diaz. Who do you really see him fighting next? Well, I, I really don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. What's in, what's going on in Dana, Dana White's mind? I mean, you know, they, uh, the Fresquez people down there, Albuquerque, called their shots with Holly Holm, took the Misha Tate fight and got beat. Probably blew a 4 or $5 million payday, I think, at least. Um, of course, they, they fought for short change against Misha Tate because they wanted to stay active. Was that the biggest, dumbest managerial move pulled in the MMA in the last couple of years? Uh, not quite. There's plenty of others. But speaking of Misha Tate, I heard she was planning. I mean, I heard she's wanting to face off against Chris Cyborg in a catchweight fight. She's willing. Well, yeah, she's willing, but do you think it might happen? I, I hope not for Misha Tate. I think Chris Cyborg Santos is a monster. I wouldn't Listen, if I had a female fighter, I would do everything I could in my power to keep her out of an octagon, out of a cage, out of a cage with Chris Cyborg Santos. I would just do everything in my power. She's a monster. I saw her throwing 300-pound guys over a car a couple months ago during a movie. Christian, I got to run. God bless you. We'll talk soon. Thanks, man. And I hope to talk to you on Twitter soon at Taco Man Radio. I'll get that to you, my brother. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Straight up, 55 minutes past hour, and the Tower of Power tells us it's time to have a little fun. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895, 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800 296 That's 800-296-0906. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Yeah, that's him, man. Christian was referring to the Taco Man earlier. Well, on Saturday nights at 10 p.m. Pacific time on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, I become Johnny Taco, and, of course, I bring in my all-stars, Cadwallader Jimenez, of course, the rich guy from Hillsborough, California, and Zach Hack Young. That's every night, 10 p.m. Pacific time, Saturday nights only. Of course, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on many of these same Sports Byline affiliates. Upcoming, Ring Talk Live Worldwide with Paco Valcarcel, the president of the World Boxing Organization and the godfather of the sports media when it comes to boxing. I'm talking about the great Larry Merchant. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is your inside look in the world of combat sports, and I am the man, Pedro Fernandez. I thank you so much for your time. 